Welcome to episode 27 in the Lives of the Saints second series. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Vincent de Paul, whose feast day is October the 6th. The musical theme is Horatio Nelson's From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D., played to the tune Aurelia. The recording was produced in the United Kingdom by Richard Irwin, whose website, www.hymnswithoutwords.com, includes many traditional Anglican hymns and tunes available for download and for use in local services. I thank Richard Irwin for granting permission for its use. St. Vincent de Paul was born in 1581 A.D. in the small town of Puy in the French province of Gascony, the third of six children to a peasant family that raised livestock. He is said to have been a studious boy and an avid reader. Little is known of his childhood. He was sent to a seminary at age 15 and then attended a small nearby college. The illustration is a 17th century oil on canvas by the little-known French artist Simon Francois de Tours. The next step in his journey was attendance at the University of Toulouse in southwestern France, less than 50 miles from the Spanish border. He was ordained into the priesthood at age 19 on 23 September in the year 1600 A.D. Since he was six years younger than the Roman Catholic requirement for clergy, he was not able to take up leading a parish. Instead, he studied at the University of Toulouse again, where he earned a degree in theology. He was later awarded a licentiate in canon law from the University of Paris. Licentiate is a Roman Catholic name for a license to practice the theological discipline, in this case canon law, or the formal rulings of the church according to Rome. The next several years were full of peril, both physical and spiritual. On a sea voyage from Marseille in 1605 A.D., he was taken prisoner by the Barbary pirates and was sold into slavery. His second master was sympathetic to St. Vincent, but he died, and St. Vincent was then sold a third time, this time to a Muslim who was a convert from Christianity. Never ready to do the same, St. Vincent and other fellow captives escaped in 1607 A.D. and returned to France. He was assigned to several jurisdictions, including parishes near Paris, but it was his assignment around 1612 A.D. as chaplain and tutor to the children of the powerful leader of the Gandhi family, Philippe Emmanuel de Gandhi, that his life changed forever. The Gandhi family were the official custodians of all the slave and prisoner galleys of France. The miserable conditions, both physical, moral, and spiritual, of the prisoners in these galleys inspired St. Vincent into action on their behalf. He ministered to their spiritual and earthly needs and also to those of the poor across France. With the support of Madame de Gandhi, he raised funds to build a relief hospital, or hospice as it would be more properly called, which was constructed ten years later. To further aid in his missionary work among the poor, St. Vincent founded or co-founded two religious orders, 
The first, accomplished with the encouragement of Madame de Gandhi, was the Congregation of the Mission, an organization of the clergy whose goal was evangelizing among the rural people of France and which is commonly known as the Vincentians. With the help of Louise de Marillac, who was canonized only in the second quarter of the 20th century and is therefore not referred to as a saint, around the time of the feast day of St. Andrew, November 30th, 1633 A.D., he co-founded the Daughters of Charity, which is variously known as the Daughters of Charity of St. Vincent de Paul, the Sisters of Charity, the Daughters or Sisters of Charity of St. Joseph. The daughters, whose members place the initials D.C. after their names, are a secular order of women pledged to charitable acts, fulfilling their original motto, the charity of Christ impels us. The daughters' work is voluntary, and they do not take vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, and are not required to live in cloisters in the manner of monks. The mother house or headquarters of the daughter of Daughters of Charity has been located at 140 Rue de Bac, Paris, France, since about 1830 A.D. His non-traditional approach brought him considerable scorn among the clergy and the financial backers of older organizations which were always associated with specific churches or chapels. A stained-glass window of Franz by Franz Mayer of Munich at St. Joseph's Villa Chapel, Richmond, Virginia, illustrates his answer to a question, a contempt-filled question at that, from one of his critics, which asked two questions. Where are your churches and who are your parishioners? His answer, depicted in the window, his churches were the streets of the cities, symbolized by the gray stones and curb under the children's feet, and his parishioners were the destitute children found there, six of which are shown in the window. Co-founder Louise de Marillac stands at St. Vincent's right in a dark blue garment positioned in front of the four women members of the Daughters of Charity who are wearing the distinctive robes and corneted white hats which the order used until the second half of the 20th century. The illustration is my photograph of window number nine from the AIC bookstore publications Paintings on Light, the stained glass windows of St. Joseph's Villa Chapel, which is available using the virtual bookstore links at the homepage at www. AnglicanInternetChurch.net. In addition to his work with the Daughters of Charity, St. Vincent founded several seminaries, 11 of which were in place by the date of his death. He established organizations to help clean the streets and bury the dead, to control outbreaks of plague after the Thirty Years' War, and established many shelters for the protection and care of children during the same conflict. Before his death, his charitable efforts had reached beyond France into present-day Italy, Ireland, Scotland, Poland, Madagascar, and North Africa. St. Vincent de Paul died at Paris on the 27th of September, 1660 A.D. At the time of his death, there were at least 40 branches of the Daughters of Charity in Paris alone. He was beatified in 1729 A.D. by Benedict XIII and canonized by Clement XII in 1732.
1737 A.D. His remains are interred at the current mother house of the Daughters of Charity in Paris. St. Vincent is the patron saint of charities, horses, lepers, and hospitals. He is patron saint of the Catholic Diocese of Richmond, Virginia, where his order established the charity now known as St. Joseph's Villa. A secular order dedicated to charity, the Society of St. Vincent, was founded in his honor in 1833 A.D. The Daughters of Charity built the convent of St. Vincent in Jerusalem near the Jaffa Gate in 1886 A.D. The collect for the Feast of St. Vincent is adapted into Anglican form from a Roman Catholic prayer. O God, who didst for the relief of the poor endow blessed Vincent de Paul with apostolic virtues, grant, we beseech thee, that afire with that same spirit we may love that which he loved and practice that which he taught through Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for joining me for episode 27 in the Lives of the Saints second series. Next time in episode 28, I celebrate the life of the three English martyrs, Hugh Latimer, Nicholas Ridley, and Thomas Cranmer, whose feast day is October 16th. Episodes of this and all our videos are available on both our YouTube channel, the full URL address for which is https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash c slash St. John C. and through the episode links at our newly redesigned website www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. At that site, on the digital library page, you'll find links to all our seasonal videos and other videos. The Bible study page has links similarly to our two existing Bible study video series, New Testament Gospels and Revelation. The podcast homilies page has links for access to our extensive archive of MP3 podcast homilies, the podcast archive page houses links to the podcast version of all our videos, including Christian education, seasonal, and Bible study videos. The two virtual bookstore links found at the bottom center of the homepage provide access to information about both the paperback and Kindle editions of all our AIC bookstore publications. Purchase of these books helps fund this Internet ministry with 100% of all book royalties contributed to the AIC. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church, and we invite you to visit our newly redesigned website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.